And welcome to the Third Space Podcast, episode number 76, Only Dan's. You've heard of that website, right? Well, this uh, this episode deals with that website or one very similar to it. I spring a Mind Your Morals on Daniel. It's kind of a personal Mind Your Morals, but he takes it in stride, thankfully. Uh, it concerns the content creation site called OnlyFans, uh, and I ask him, a handful of subcategories. Uh, he's very consistent in his answers, uh, so good good for him on that. But that also leads us into a number of other uh, related topics on content creation, as they call it, um, purity, self harm, exploitation, technology, those sorts of things. So uh, it was a very fun conversation, and I hope you enjoy it. Hello. Hello. <laughs> How are you doing today? I've been very productive for two weeks straight. It's great. And, and it's, it is great, but I'm also tired. Have you been, uh, in this two productive weeks of time, been taking very moral actions? Uh, I would say so. I say I live a moral life, yeah. Do you think you mind your morals? I mind my morals marvelously. <laughs> wow, meticulously and marvelously minding <laughs> meticulously your morals. Meticulously would have well, been better. I hope that that is the case because today I have for you another mind your morals. Ooh. Actually, today it's it's kind of we we've done this before. It's kind of half mind your morals and half just general topic of discussion. Um, I didn't uh, I didn't go crazy with the sub uh, sub situations uh and stuff, i like so. sub situations i know you though, do but i, I but know okay. you do but i couldn't uh i couldn't really come up with great ones and you pro- actually once i tell you you probably would prefer that i not have done that okay um <laughs> okay. So, so we'll just pick up on the topic so without further ado let me let me lay out the uh the the, the mind your moral situation for you okay well actually before that just a just one little tidbit of information. When is Cosmo due? How many weeks from now? April 3rd. Uh, okay, so today. about four, four yeah. or five weeks. Yes. From now. Yes. All right. So the, the reason I asked that uh, is because it plays a small part in the Mind Your Morals um, for today. Interesting. And I'm curious so, if my morals are shifting. Do you know what I mean? Like major moments in life... Oh, yeah. Calls you to re, you know, new perspective, re-examine values, and all these things. So, like, this might be a uh, a shift for me. For all I know, like, Could I need be. to be very intentional and thoughtful about it. So, let's see. Let's Could see be. if I I'm different. I can't wait to hear. <laughs> I can't wait to hear your response. So, let's imagine that you come home from work um, one day very soon this week, and you find Danielle uh, already home and very excited. She's very, very excited to see you. And she tells you that she quit her job today, which shocks you because okay. normally, you know, you would have discussed uh, this this kind of thing. But she tells you that she found such an amazing opportunity that it just ha- had to be done. In fact, she says she can make over one hundred and fifty thousand dollars between now 
and early April when the baby is due to be born. Did you say $150,000? $150,000, that's what I said. Okay, okay. So you're probably pretty excited about this, right? No, I'm not. <laughs> Why? Why not? Because all she, all she has to do... Fast money. Okay, keep going. All she has to do to make $150,000 is just take a few pregnancy pictures and post them on OnlyFans. She just has to make an OnlyFans account and, you know, just just uh, just post a few pictures for that. Does that sound like an acceptable situation for such a huge amount of money? No. <laughs> no. This is easy. <laughs> I know. I knew. I knew it would be easy. I knew it would be easy for you to answer this question. But I want to see if I can maybe find the specific line at which it becomes not so easy. Plus, you can ask for me to justify why. Of course. Yeah, know. and that's that's the discussion part of the mind your morals because there's plenty of discussion. I, I figured the I'm not going to be able to push you very far on the micro situations. And so, this, you know, we're not going to be able to dive in as much as in previous Mind Your Morals. But there's plenty of room for discussion on the, on the other end because this is a really, it's kind of a strange technological moment that we're in uh, with things such as OnlyFans. So before, yeah, I, yeah. before I get into some of the micro situations, let me just tell you some information. Um, so OnlyFans... I think it's been around for some number of years. I only recently started hearing about that about that term. And by hearing, you mean subscribing? To- <laughs> right, right. Yeah, the emails that they send me, giving me updates from all of my favorite content creators, <laughs> as they're called, content cre- artists. You know, artists. Yeah. So OnlyFans is an online content creation platform. This is like from Wikipedia or something, uh, but it's. It's primarily pornographic in nature. Uh, so it what it does is it allows people to upload videos and pictures and interact with their fans, only fans, uh, on a subscription basis, and they have some other monetization options too. The the reason it's why a bit safer and pri- more private than just like good old fashioned porn. Yeah, right. Exactly. You don't have you're, it's self produced in a way. It's kind of like the Uber of porn, right? Like you. It's not a taxi service that you're having to call and work with. Um, it's kind of by the people for the people in a way. Anyone can sign up as long as it's legal and sometimes if it's not. Uh, and OnlyFans, as of May 2023, had over 3 million quote-unquote creators and over 220 really? yeah, and over 220 million subscribers. So this is not some obscure drop in the bucket thing. There are 3 million people uh, creating quote unquote content for OnlyFans. And you said and it's largely pornography. Is yes. Are there any like, like bands just, you know, doing a little song for people if they're willing to pay for it? Like, you know, is there an innocent side at all? <laughs> like, so I don't know. I've never visited the site or I don't know anything okay. about it. And in my, in my research, uh, my brief research, apparently there are non-pornographic creators on there, but you know, that's, if you're a musician, that's not the platform that you're This is still be sexy first. photos. It would still be sensual. Probably. Is that what, you know, pro- even probably if you're not would. Doing full nudes or something. Yeah. Okay. But even if we say that there are, you know, there's 
you know, one percent of accounts are totally on the, their food reviews and like poetry readings or something. The the vast bulk of content, and certainly the people making the most money, are doing uh, pornographic content on OnlyFans. Right. Now, let me tell you this: some of the women on OnlyFans, they have made six figures with only a couple thousand subscribers. So it doesn't take a huge fan base to make real money. Like on YouTube, you know, if you want, or if you're a podcaster, for example, and you want to make <laughs> um, huge amounts of money, you can't just have a few diddly subscribers, um, even 2,000 yeah, My big old swinging voice, my big old swinging voice <laughs> right. isn't getting all the, you know, isn't bringing in the big bucks. The big either. bucks. Um, but on OnlyFans, uh, apparently some women have made six figures just with a couple thousand subscribers. And then there, yeah. there are others with around 20,000 subscribers, and they can pull in millions of dollars. There's one particular uh, person with 50,000 subscribers who makes over $73,000 every month. Yeah. And then one of the top uh, earners makes over $1.5 million per month. That is a lot of money. That is a lot of money. And it's it's just a lot, and it's fast. Yes. So with, with all of that information, you're telling me that for the short duration, for five weeks, if Danielle wants... She's pregnant, so she's in a moment where she can appeal to a very niche audience, right? And so this is a... This is a unique opportunity to capitalize on <laughs> on this situation. <laughs> Sorry, I can't keep a straight face yeah. even asking it is, questions. It is, an, you, it is a unique opportunity to capitalize <laughs> so, somewhat. I mean, I guess... So, yeah, yeah. so what if she you know, made an account and, and it's not going to be like hardcore stuff. This is just her taking tasteful, it's classy, classy you know, like, good lighting... Maybe we get a photographer. Get a photographer. You know, professional and, looking. Yeah. Right, right. Black and white photos. Stuff yeah. Like that. Still Black topless and, and stuff, but like, you yeah, know, right. not it, like. Let's consider that. Spread first. eagle stuff. Exactly. You know, let's consider that. Taste, tasteful nude, um, you know, focusing on the, the pregnancy for $150,000. Is that something that you could get on board with? Uh, no, but can I give you a side thought I had really quick? We, yes. I don't know. In all your blabbering, I was just like, why do why do we always call them porn stars? Like, are they just like we don't call every actor a star? You know, we just like sometimes they just are you know doing their their B listers and things like that. Though we have true. porn B lister, like porn star. I don't know. Anyway, if you do porn, are you automatically a star? In if you play rock music, are you a rock star? <laughs> yeah, you're not it's, so you're right yeah. well yeah uh, just a side note that was just like that's a weird that's a that was just a thought i had i think um, uh I, I think actually it's kind of a germane thought because you know maybe in prior years in order to even make a living in in porn you had to be a star right because the dis- we didn't have the internet the distribution networks were all you know centralized um and so you had to be a if you were known at all you were a star whereas yeah, today that's yeah. totally ridiculous and not the case whatsoever as i said there right. are th- 3 million creators <laughs> uh yeah. stars only fans stars right right um 
and and secondly, I want to I want to just quickly frame my morals or like throw this idea out at you because I've been digging into some of uh, Jonathan Haidt's old stuff. I know he he does a lot about morality. Like that's his yeah. that's his shtick. That's his entire. I shouldn't even call it shtick. It's his career, and he's de- devoted to that. And he kind of has five. Uh, what he calls moral foundations. And this is kind of an anthropological view of a across culturally, right? Not just, you know, here are five random categories. It's just what they have seen emerge uh, moral positioning and Mm -hmm. that uh, we might disagree within the categories, but we have these five that seem to crop up no matter. And number one is harm and care. And that's actually, we can disagree about what is harmful and what is showing care, but harm and care. Mm -hmm. Number two is fairness and reciprocity. Um, Number three is in group and loyalty. Number Mm -hmm. four is authority and respect. And number five, and this might be where we're in it is purity and sanctity yeah right i've heard um, him i've heard him talk about these categories and before. and interestingly enough like like liberals tend to emphasize just like two of these like harm and care they're interested in fairness and reciprocity they're very interested in so right, they, whereas conservatives are, they, are all into the purity and the uh, loyalty yeah, but they actually they they actually embrace all five because they do care about harm and care too. Who doesn't? And fairness and reciprocity. But actually, uh, when it comes to purity and sanctity and authority and and, and number four is authority and respect and in group and loyalty, like that's actually ne- like like it seems that liberals want to rid themselves of these uh, components. Although we think of purity obviously in terms of like sex and the body and stuff, but like. There's an absolute purity movement with food yeah. um, and with thought, right? What jokes you can make, what words yeah, you can yeah. say, what language we can use that's uh, you know, primarily pathogens by the left. And so that too, pathogens. Even, even so, culture, yeah. immigration, I could see falling into that yes, category yes. a little and bit. That, well, that's probably more in-group. Um, yeah, you're right. You're and right. loyalty. But, but anyway, like, like what's interesting to me when I think about this is clearly – I don't, I'm kind of bypassing your levels. I apologize. I would just, okay. I'll just answer your question, and we can revisit it if you if this this category is if you want, because the answer is no, and it's probably going to be no very far down the line for you. Yeah. Okay, what about clothed? Uh, but it's still OnlyFans, and it's still clearly a sexy photo. My answer is no. Okay, what if it's just photos from Facebook for whatever reason though guys are just going to be touching themselves or it's just a sexual exchange for them but it's not even inherently sexual um I'm still not okay with because it 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 has become sexual if you're allowing if you're willingly saying here have this for sexual pleasure and you will give me money that is that is the line for me um and I'm not as con- maybe I'm fooling myself you tell me push back on me like I don't Yes, it is purity sanctity thing, but it's it's a harm care thing to me because uh, I don't you know the, I think we offhandedly say things like oh well now no wonder OnlyFans has such success because it's so harmless because you know it used to be once you were you were very you were in the public eye there was actual risk or you maybe couldn't get a job elsewhere but now you can do it a lot more privately and yes I think that the the it's a lot safer in terms of bodily harm or even some privacy. But I just think there's this psychological component. Like I, I fundamentally believe this, that like selling your intimacy um, 
is is so completely disruptive to how you relate to one another. If you monetize your the very be the very way in which we connect and reserve intimacy, if you monetize that, you are going to pay a very big price. And I think we inherently understand that, which is why we are saying, well, since I'm asking you to take this huge harm risk, I will compensate you with lots of money quickly. Like, is it worth it now? Do you know what I mean? Like, that's why I think, I think we inherently understand this. And that's why we are throwing gobs of money at people to spread their legs or whatever. Let me try. Let me me try. Yeah, you're going exactly where I thought you would. Let me try my best to counter some of your some of your points um okay so with respect to intimacy selling intimacy i i agree with you uh to an extent but for the purposes of trying to push back intimacy is between you and danielle it's your relationship that has to remain sacred and pure and intimate and so what if it wasn't just danielle in the pictures what if you were involved as well it was showing a loving couple together uh you and her you could even call it only dan's um, <laughs> and <good>. so <laughs> and so it wouldn't be a, a breach of your intimate relationship it would just be yes, it, a, would, it would just be allowing people a glimpse into what a truly beautiful intimate relationship would be you might even be modeling this situation, literally modeling this family, <laughs> nuclear family situation for millions of depraved OnlyFans subscribers. You know, I would like to have a deeper conversation with like a swing, like a healthy swingers couple who's been doing it for like 15 years and they're older. Like I would actually be interested in having a conversation about morality with them um, or, you know, ones that have done it online where they're like having sex for the camera. Cause you might as well pose these are similar. Would you say these are similar enough that like, yeah. okay, we have our own intimacy, but we're also sharing it with the public yeah. in some way, the, the inviting same, others into yeah. this. I mean, so. I'm deeply skeptical. Uh, you can guess, deeply you, skeptical. You can guess what my opinions are. In fact, like I think at some point we should have a discussion topic on quote unquote. I love these quotes in this episode, ethical non-monogamy, which is, you know, becoming more popular. Yeah, well, uh, my guess is, and this is also, it kind of goes to almost a refrain you would hear like a porn star say, is like they'll do things like say, I don't, I, I do porn, but I don't kiss them because I have sure. to, like that's intimacy. Or um, I'm sure, like, like I have a feeling if, if I were playing, the, if, I were, if you were to tell me like Daniel, pretend to be a, um, you know, a, a swinger and, and you're interviewing me and you ask me, about things i would say well the way to like how does it work how do you make it work i would say something and i feel confident in this i'm talking out of my butt but i feel confident and i would say listen it works if you have clear rules clear boundaries and clear and open communication and you also have to be confident in the love you have for one another and the way you do that is open communication so here are our rules now it's different for every couple but for us we have a code word we have and they go through a litany of basically an attempt to reclaim intimacy because culturally we've defined it um and i think there's wisdom in culture and the the way we've been doing things i i I get that monogamy is 
I actually don't know my history well enough, but I know some will say that's just a cultural construct like that's fairly western and new and that sort of thing but uh, like don't think so uh, i think it's pretty old and cross-cultural yes yes that's what i i believe there i believe that we didn't re- get here by chance and i didn't i don't believe we got here because of just oppressive patriarchy trying to control women's bodies and that's what this is all about i think this is a a truly like global attempt to define intimacy and we've done a pretty good job and monogamy seems to be that answer Uh, and we've done amazing things since we settled down and you know it's not good for a nation or a group to like not have people partnering and Mm -hmm. having kids and the stability that that provides it's not good like we need that stuff so uh not only within and for the individual and for the society it's better like that is just better um, so to screw with that, you should, you should proceed with caution and people who do screw with that still, they don't just say they, they, they are, they, they, there's something implicit, their admission, the intimacy, like we have to reclaim it somehow mm-hmm. by with, through these rules. That's an admission that they like need intimacy and that they are ha- like attempting to redefine the rules. And, uh, and that's why like I'm highly, highly skeptical that the, yeah, I can actually say the average person can't do it. Um, and I think the average thoughtful person can't do it. And I am certainly too entangled in like morality, duty, responsibility to, and, and some like maybe some good old fashioned upbringing too. That like I know I could not even come close to handling it, even if I want to pretend to be cool and act like I could. Mm. Um, I would not. And so I know personally I have to steer far far away from attempts to redefine intimacy because i think the one we have uh maps on just swell you know (laughs) yeah yeah and and i think that like yeah well it's i don't i don't think a couple that got together under the pretense of monogamy and then gets bored and tries to redefine it i think that's also doomed i think the most I think you could have an unusual person meet another unusual person and under the clearly defined, hey, we're not going to, they're just never going to be as intimate. Their, their relationship might not ever be deep. Maybe they just maybe they just want a roommate that they occasionally have sex with or something like that. I don't know. Uh, they might have different goals. That seems like I, it doesn't surprise me that there are people that can do it, Like, but they're the exception, not the rule. Yeah. And so all of that to say like, no, like I'm not willing to exchange like to risk intimacy like there's not a dollar amount because i think our mental health is on the line i think our integrity our morality is on the line and i'm, I'm on the high horse right now but, yeah you like, are. i really feel that way um all right so so what if <laughs> <laughs> what if what if it was um two hundred thousand dollars <laughs> <laughs> yeah come on what's your price what what if well I mean the, what, the what, thing what, is if it, it, yeah what, what if she didn't have to show her face and it was non nude? I guess you're okay. If but you're it's still push on OnlyFans. It's still on the OnlyFans site, but it's non nude and she doesn't have to show her face or use her real name or anything. And you get one hundred fifty thousand dollars between now and when the baby is born. I guess like. 
I have competing desires, right? One is that I want, like, the money would be amazing, and that's sign- that's life-altering. That's life-altering for us. We're, um, and at what point am I willing to compromise or, or to say, oh, you've, you keep lowering the risk? For me, in moral senses, it's the harm, care, you know, that's, and the purity, sanctity. Those are the two at play here. And you keep lessening the risk of those two things. Mm-hmm saying you don't have to be that impure and it's not that harmful and you're upping a very real, like, do I have a price? Um, man, I mean, it's easy for me in this podcast to go, no, no amount of money. But like, sure. if I'm really trying to enter into the thought experiment with you and uh, she, no one will ever know. So you, if you will have, and, and for the sake of this discussion, like she will not be discovered. No one's going to hack this yeah, or right. anything. Like she will not be discovered, and it is non-nude. And I can. You'd also have to say I have the a veto power. She's she's showing me the photos. She's mm-hmm. about to pe- post, and I could veto it with no real argument. And how sexy are they? Are they still pretty sexy? You're saying? Well, any picture of Danielle is going to be pretty sexy. <laughs> True. Yeah. Good. Good. Yeah. <laughs> I got you, man. Um, I got you. I got your back. You got me. And and they are, but they are clearly sent for sexual gratification of other men and or people I mean, and whatever. That's so, the or, assumption. Or, but that's the assumption. I mean, and so let's just. And I could, I could exercise some intentional cognitive dissonance and go. Well, I mean, there's no. Yes. If I'm if I'm choosing to lean into lying to myself, will I lie to myself for a hundred fifty thousand dollars? Um, I'm, I might, I'm, there well, is a price that I would have. I don't know. I, and that okay. might be close to it. Cause I don't think you don't have to go with $5 billion for sure. me to say yes. Like I'm going to say yes at some point. Am I being a horrible person, Bennett? Like morally check me. Are you upset with me for like saying, man, we might be close at 200,000 for, well, you know, photos that are so, like, like, I mean, I think. For for me, what would what would be difficult for me if you were asking me these questions is that my perception of OnlyFans is that's porn. That's what that is. And if you if you're posting on there, then you are in the porn industry. Even if there is a you know poet poetry reading channel, and it's it's equivalent. <laughs> that, you know they have a YouTube channel and all they do is read poetry. It's audio only, and they decided to put one on like Rumble and Spotify, and they chose OnlyFans for some reason, and it's the same content on every channel, it still taints it to me, you know? And so if you had, like, if if Danielle was posting tasteful, it was like fashion, there's some fashion, like Pinterest or something, yeah, yeah. and she was posting f- pregnant fashion, you know, wearing some really, I don't know what pregnancy fashion is like, like some really great sweatpants or something, <laughs> um, and posting that on Pinterest, if I was in your position, that wouldn't, I, I, I still might not like it just because I prefer my family life to be pretty private, but yeah. it wouldn't send up, you know, screaming alarm bells. But if it was on OnlyFans, then it kind of would, even if, if it's the same content, you know? Right, right. The so, engagement and the like yeah what's going on what kind of engagement are, is happening now you know because we've right. reframed expectations but, but like you you talk about intentional cognitive dissonance and i mean do you think <laughs> i haven't thought about this before but 
there are probably plenty of depraved people who jerk off to YouTube videos, you know, yeah, and it's sure. not, it's not pornographic content explicitly, right. but I mean, who knows? People like feet for goodness sake. Like we yeah, had a, yeah. one of the reasons that I, so I was going to ask you, I don't know if you remember this. This must've been two or three years ago. Um, Danielle, there was an acquaintance of Danielle's who, yeah. um, she was talking to when I was visiting one time and it was a younger girl and she had the idea, I think she was, uh, she needed money or something. She had the idea that she was going to sell pictures of her feet uh, to make money. She had she some... been offered even? Yeah, I I'm think not sure. That might have... I don't know what the context was exactly. Yeah. But yeah, like should she do it she... was the question. There was some opportunity presenting itself. Yes. Truly falling kind of out of nowhere. Like a, someone asked a stranger or on the... I don't know. I don't know exactly, but yeah. Yeah, I don't remember either, but that was the situation and we were all discussing that and in particular at that time you know you and danielle were, were dating and so the the kind of question was you know if danielle wanted to sell pictures of her feet would you be okay with it and at the time vehemently you said no um and right. you know i kind of agreed and we and we discussed why and i think it kind of was sort of a combination of the purity thing and the harm thing it was the same sort of selling yourself um idea and so i wanted to kind of resurrect that foot the foot picture selling thing because with feet i don't and presumably you don't see feet as sexual object well when i see a picture of a foot right. i don't think like a sexual thought that's not what i think at all it's just a it's a foot it would be like if anything a little gross maybe maybe, maybe. yeah i mean i guess i guess if a nice shoe i'm trying to yeah. a perfect shoe foot i still think like i mean it's no more sexy than an elbow or something. Right. Whereas like a shoulder, I don't know, a little strap sure. falling off. I can be like, I'm like, right. But like, I think it's just proximity and like the strap suggests something more than, you know, you know. But like a foot, no, like, I don't know. It just doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't do it for me. So it, but it is a like a huge fetish, right? right like it's it maybe is. arguably the number one. That and pregnancy, actually. Well, I that's think, what they like say. The or something. It's crazy to me. But so like, if. If there is a thing that you don't consider sexual and I don't consider sexual, then is it a breach of intimacy to you know, share that with the world? So let's just take the foot example to start with. Um, you know, the, the only all the OnlyFans stuff is still on the table, uh, but now rather than it being pregnancy-related content, it's just it's foot content. Is that something that you could? Uh, have you come around? Have your morals shifted as you alluded to in the beginning of the conversation, such that you would accept no. that? So I guess it it reminds me of the rhetorical situation: speaker, audience, message, and purpose. So the speaker intends to send something, and what we're kind of toying with is this idea of the audience receiving something that, like, like I'm not mad. I I can't operate with the audience being the internet because like we said the audience they can take something asexual or non-sexual and turn it sexual mm -hmm. so you cannot blame like like danielle posting a picture from the baby shower yeah. and she's pregnant and some some weirdo like you know takes it that way that is not her fault because there was she as a speaker as the one sending the message uh did not frame it that way he 
willfully twisted it to his own means. But what we're or saying she, when it's he like, or she he, twisted it, he or she, yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. <laughs> and so <laughs> the question is when, but now if it's like the rhetorical situation has changed, if it's like I'll give you this money, you know what I'm doing with it. And you're, and if you're still gonna play innocent and say, oh well, I don't think they're feeder sexual, uh, but I know that you do, and I'm going to send you the me- a message of feet, then, well, then, then there's like, yeah, then I, it is sexual. So there's, I, an, I just can't wrap my head around. There's like, an aspect of intent there. Well, yeah, so think about it this way. I, I mean, I, yeah, explicit intent. I, yeah. I made the analogy earlier to this is like the Uber of porn, but like. If the Uber driver doesn't know that he's picking you up and taking you to, you know, the the scene of a, a robbery that you're about to commit or some other immoral thing like a cyclist convention um, or a vegan convention, some you know, <laughs> something disgusting yeah, that something no one should ever go and to. Well, the the Uber driver isn't at fault there, and Uber even isn't really at fault there. Is there any kind of parallel where, like? Like, Danielle couldn't be blamed for, like, like you said, the audience is to blame. It's the consumer that's to blame, and you can't you can't stay awake at night wondering how the content is being used. I mean, people could be out there listening to our voices right now and <laughs> doing all sorts of things, with and it. we're yeah. okay with it. You know, we haven't thought of maybe we should think about that. And this is the last episode, but like. <laughs> The prospect, uh, you know, is is concerning. But that, I guess that's what I mean is what is the if, – if if we're posting this on YouTube and Spotify and, like, the, that is not the, – the situation is neutral. Like, the, the context is neutral. Um, if I'm selling my uh, used clothes uh, and I've washed them and I'm like, hey, this shirt, give me 25 bucks for it. But all of a sudden, I come home sweaty one day, and a guy says, "Hey, I like, I really like your shirt. Uh, I'll give you, I'll give you a thousand dollars for it." He's like <laughs> sniffing me, and I'm like, "Well, a thousand dollars? I'll uh, let me just go wash it. No, 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 no. Well, Don't wash it. How, just take it off right now." It's like, uh, uh, <laughs> how do you know? I mean, now I kind of know the framing device has changed, though. I'm not selling my shirt like online just as a shirt. I'm selling him. Or or her or whatever Daniel <laughs> the intimate the intimacy <laughs> you know I'm selling something of of me. Like, How do you know the people person. at Goodwill aren't major perverts and they just hide it really well? Yeah, but uh, they're taking all of your used clothes. But then, you know this is silly. There's a difference between <laughs> saying there are per- random perverts in the world and we can't help it versus I'm going into a perverted frame that's intention. That's like you know what this is for. Yeah, Come on in, you're, perverts. You're, like, uh, I know we already. I already revealed my bias against OnlyFans. Yeah. And when I think about OnlyFans, I think oh this is a, this is a porn site. But presumably yes. there are categories that are not pornographic. So, you know, if only OnlyFans is huge, like I said, 3 million creators and 220 million subscribers, what if there is some niche corner of OnlyFans that is totally on the up and up? Like it it are you just That's, unable I, I will I will I will lie to myself if the price is right, okay. if it's non-nude photos and like and then I guess the interesting question is what is the right price? And I'd be curious how much you judge me if like legitimately 5 weeks 
photos that are actually tasteful they're not even sensual let's just say or like like maybe they're just like she's she looks pretty in them but they're not suggestive yeah. they're not intentionally sensual but they are just good pictures of her good professional preg- like pregnancy photos let's stick with that and and we're gonna make two hundred thousand dollars on only fans um i might and her face doesn't have to be in it or yeah, whatever right. i don't know well, um then like man i'm i'm pretty close to saying oh i don't know if, man i don't like this discussion i, I, I thought you might not well, yeah. feel free to you know to punt on no, any of these but like what if it was i'm just trying to be honest with it it's yeah. like i want two hundred thousand dollars will i compromise my morality for some benefit like we have lots of values competing in our life, and I think we have to make hard line decisions all the time, like competing values on like, oh, I'm hungry, but I should be grading these papers, but I also should catch up with Bennett because it's been a while. I should also be a good husband. I should, oh, you know, I should clean the room. I should do. There's lots of competing values, and they're all like, but so does does do a does a moral value just automatically trump everything? It is like I think of moral as being like these core values by which I operate. Like they are the underpinning values, so I should not violate them. Um, I also really need money. There's a super <laughs> practical aspect, and if I'm will I mildly violate? Have, have I violated my morals in my life? Yes. Uh, are and mild violations I can kind of live with and like there's some with cognitive dissonance and like forgiveness and stuff. So the temptation goes great when you're like the milder, the violation and the more the monetary compensation. Um, but we're down on a very dangerous path. Yeah, I mean, I, I hear what I'm saying because of course we are, because we've now begun the thing. And now some people are high risk takers and don't even need that much money. Maybe they just like doing it and they're all screwed up though. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. They're not mentally stable. <laughs> That's what I'm actually claiming. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I think, uh, it, but I'm willing to take some degree of risk and po- possible compromising of like, because look look, look you're, you're asking for a very slight compromise know, in my morals, yeah. slight and with a lot of compensation. And it's like, well, yeah, I might feel bad, but I'll cheer myself up with some, you know, you know, with, with a house. Yeah. <laughs> you, think, think about yeah. it this way. Danielle has a history in theater. She's been on stage yeah. in productions that have significant audiences. Right. Yeah. And so yeah. like, really, it's a different what I'm proposing is a difference of degree, not a difference of kind exactly. Like she's been on mm. stage in, she's never been nude on stage as far as I'm aware, but right. she's been in flashy costumes. I imagine. She had a kiss. She had a kiss. She had a, um, wow. So she did kiss. do pornographic yeah. content uh, on stage. <laughs> <laughs> also, does it make you feel like I did not like it? Of course not. Way, I would but, hate that. But, but he was a gay man, like a very gay man. That does that help? That doesn't help. It doesn't really help. It doesn't help at all, really. It helped me. <laughs> like, no, it's cognitive like, dissonance. It just really did. That's just, that's, just lying. Is it? that's just lying to yourself. Maybe. I mean, we could get all into it, and I don't want to <laughs> steer the direction. But, like, it absolutely helps me that he's just like, ew, afterward. And, like, it just means no, absolutely nothing. Like, or, or is slightly unpleasant, even, to him. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I prefer that. And the show, it's like this big dance number, and like, um, and it just like it was a musical, and, you, and they kissed at the end as like kind of the and the crowd claps, and I, I did not like it. Did you clap? <laughs> did you clap or not? <laughs> uh, no, I actually would not. I saw the show like seven times. I love and it that. Would just, like, fold my arms. Oh, I really, <laughs> like, I really like that. I wouldn't boo, but I would fold my arms. That's that's appropriate. That's appropriate. That's. I'm glad I'm rubbing off on you. That's a very Bennett thing to do. <laughs> it is. It is. I really like that. Uh, 
So do you see what I'm saying though? Like it, you know, she she was presenting herself. Uh, dolled yeah, up in some form. Pornography. I'm not saying it's pornography. No, no, no. I'm not saying it's pornography. I'm saying that her on stage, uh, dancing or singing or even just being there physically and visible in front yeah. of an audience is is analogous for to their pleasure. Yeah, for know. their yeah, yeah for their yeah. pleasure and entertainment is analogous to having an OnlyFans account, not doing nude or pornography, but just taking picture fashion picture pregnancy fashion pictures or toenail yeah. polish pictures or makeup videos or something like that. And the audience can use that content for whatever they want. There could have been people sitting in the audience of those shows thinking who knows what, right? And like you don't know what the intent what their consumption what the message they were receiving is. You only know the signal being sent out. And so are you establishing your values and what, what you're morally okay with based on the signal being sent out or the signal being received? I mean, because, yeah, because there's less that, – that, that is the tension, I guess, because you can only help what you send out. You can't help what they receive. Yes. But, the, but you do have some say in the entire framework with the situation, you know. Um, and I will say this. When I think through – if I'm really trying to will myself into allowing this to happen, maybe she really wants it. We really need the money. It's super tempting. I actually, there's a big part of me that just wants to say yes, but I also know this is dangerous for all the reasons we've outlined. Mm -hmm. I would want my, I find myself actually having a conversation that might not be unlike the swinger in which I say something to her like this. Here are the rules. Here are the rules. And I would say I'm going to acknowledge like, let's not pretend, let's not lie to ourselves with cognitive dissonance. Let's actually not do that. I'm going to explicitly acknowledge that I am being, I'm compromising my moral value, and I hate this. And there is some, there is some part of me that has a distaste toward myself for doing this. I'm just willing to have slight distaste toward myself because this compensation is so great. So in this one-off situation... I'm going to compromise my values, which is bad. It show it shows my like, you know, it, it reveals something poor about my spirit. But I'd rather at least try to have this. And like, it would be almost contractual to Danielle and say like, this is how important it is to me to safeguard my morality. Is that like I'm, I I think the best way to do it is to not lie and actually to say I am being immoral, uh, and and I'm almost like self flogging here <laughs> trying to trying to punish myself and say and how can i like like i would need some sort of right to do like i, I would need to, i would need to earn this somehow i don't know i haven't fully thought it out but it would be it would be very clear terms and it would try to be honest and i would want her to agree with me like she'd say yes i acknowledge that we are compromising we're taking some degree of risk and it would be so explicit i mean and it would be like we will not be this is not going to form a pattern this is not going to be how we make decisions based on this precedent this is not precedent setting you know that kind of that would be an emphasis in the contractual agreement and all of that and let, then i'd just do it <laughs> let, let me ask this so you're in in this situation the reason why you feel like you've compromised your morals is because there's some tainted association with the frame, the framing, right? Um, and that's what makes you uncomfortable. It's not necessarily the, the content because the content would be taint, relatively tame. It's the yes. frame. So would you find it similarly immoral for, let's say, some kind of anti-porn uh, activist group or maybe some church 
group or something to make an OnlyFans account and post videos of them, you know, saying why, why OnlyFans is bad or why pornography is bad or something. <laughs> because they're on the frame. They're being tainted by that. And who knows what the audience is receiving when they watch these videos, That's- you know? That is complicated because they're trying to, they're engaging with the frame by trying to reframe and dismantle the frame. Yeah. Um, so it's clever, and you're right. I like your example, but I really think what's going on is they are, they are intentionally trying to disrupt the frame, and so that's not any, that's not a moral compromise. Whereas the exchange, I'm operating. The, why I'm uncomfortable is I'm supporting the frame mm-hmm. as someone getting on OnlyFans and benefiting from it, like. I'm supporting this system with which I like morally disagree. Whereas if you're going in and you're anti, I mean, I, I, so you, you that also, by the way, gives me pause. It has that sort of like, what are you going to do next? After you, after you do that, you get, you go out and call people whores with your megaphone. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but like, I, there's some, I'm like, I don't know. It seems obnoxious more than anything, but, well, but so I don't know. Uh, if we take that line of logic, YouTube has things on the platform that you don't approve of. Uh, there, there may not be explicit pornographic content, but there are certainly viewpoints uh, and maybe violent content and things that you don't agree with, but or even find morally reprehensible. Yeah. And yet, but it's a mo- you're, you're supporting that platform. But it's like a marketplace of ideas, or it's like a how would I even say that? Well, to say it's like a pla- you... it's a such a mega platform. It's like saying, "Oh, America's done some bad things." I can't. Sure. I'm not American. Couldn't you turn OnlyFans like... into a platform of that sort that's varied instead of simply for porn fans? Anyone could be a fan of anything, right? It could be, you know, it could be literature fans. It could be. Uh... <laughs> English, English yes, fans. It, yeah, can, you know, the, can the culture of smaller things? Because I, I wouldn't say YouTube even has much of a culture. It just has. It does have cultures within it. It's so big. It is. It's an umbrella with which various cultures are underneath. So it's just massive. Whereas OnlyFans is a culture because it's smaller. Yeah. And so, yeah, can a culture sh- change because of its size? Yes. Um, but it's actually going to change kind of from wit- within. It would be something like these porn stars, you know, like kind of going, you know, I'm kind of, I want to shift. And I actually, I also write some pretty good poetry too. I think they, I'm not do sure, that. I think there's some that like stream video games and stuff. Um, yeah, I know. It's all reeks of I know. cringy it does. like guys going, but you're, yeah, your poetry's good. <laughs> I'll even donate more than the topless photo or whatever, because yeah. you're that good. Do you like me now? I don't know. The whole thing makes me go, Oh my God, this is awful. Um, but I guess I don't even know how to go down that line of thought because I don't understand it well enough. But can the culture change? Yes, but it would be slow. And it would be, I would think it'd be almost from within than from without, like or from outside. So it's not like my duty as like a, like Danielle and I to go in and go, we're gonna, I mean, so that, that's actually, just lying to myself. I, like, actually, uh, I don't remember the time. I didn't write it down. A year or two ago, um, OnlyFans is a, a UK-based company. Um, and there was a lot of uh, concern about underage content on there. And no so surprised. actually yeah. the, the company itself made the internal direction that they were going to stop all adult content on OnlyFans on the platform. What? And this was a policy that they passed. And there was a huge... Two years ago? Uh, it was one or two years ago. Yeah, it was in the okay. re- relatively recent past... And 
it castrating cost, itself. Essentially, right? yeah, like essentially destroying what they, because what as you and I have noted, we're that's, a weed shop, but we don't sell weed anymore. <laughs> like what? <laughs> right. You can buy a lighter. Right. <laughs> like, well, that actually happened. They they actually made that announcement, and there was such an uproar from their cre- content creators and users and everything in their stock tank or something. There are some financial consequences, obviously, and they ended up reversing themselves. And now, you know, they still are around in their original form. But you're saying that it would require some kind of action on that order that really does change the cult culture of the frame in order for... Yeah, it'd be a, it'd be a collective action for Swift... Or it would be a natural collective action slowly over years, yeah. and and and. So what what yeah. would you say but, if but I, um, if YouTube sl- s- decided to institute an adult only like channel or f- mode or what they al- started allowing explicit content on YouTube? Would you then have a problem? Well, I can just so many puns like you nude or nude to <laughs> yeah, or yeah. you you know anyway. I'm sure there's a rest. They're probably on. real. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, would you have an issue of with us hosting our podcast on YouTube if if YouTube started, and and like, what if that section of their market like exploded and it actually became that like the the non porn side of YouTube was thirty or forty percent smaller, yeah, and yeah, yeah, other yeah. was larger. If it exploded and grew bigger, then I might, yeah, then I might say, hey, it's time to consider a new platform. And my guess would be there was a, there's a viable alternative. Yeah, you're um, right. I you would be. I mean, really, I would, and and uh, but if it if it had just launched one, it really wouldn't bother me. And I'm trying to investigate why. Um, I mean, it's just like it does everything else anyway. I'm trying um, to I'm trying to think whether I agree with your with your moral reasoning here. Like the frame tainting, I guess, is what I'm not sold on. Like if we published our podcast on Pornhub. Or something, just totally as is. Yeah. We didn't even, you know, whisper yeah. or make particularly sex any sexier voices than we already do, which is pretty sexy. Let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, even if we did that, would I have a moral problem with that? I'm not compromising my values. I'm not doing anything different by that. And like, if I see the content I produce, then why aren't we doing it? Like, it's re- you know. have you ever tried to upload to Pornhub? It's really difficult. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, well, we don't do video content, so that's one yeah. one reason. But but like, if we were successful in that venue, yeah, then like the, the the question would be why. I mean, would you not want to ask why? That's like how we we are driven by the why. Think about this. Like, well, what what if our we we think that. If people were to consume an hour of us talking, that would be better than them consuming an hour of pornography. And so, if we can <laughs> distract them, if we can pull their attention away for that hour, then we've done. But we've actually done a, a boon to them. Here, let me let me expand on the frame tainting or whatever we want to call it. Is that it's not that I just have this okay. Like we have control. The rhetorical situation is complicated. Speaker audience message purpose, all those things together is the rhetorical like framing, like those components that are varied. So if we're doing well on Pornhub, like and we are curious people, we have to ask why. Uh, and if and if it if the answer, which seems so obvious if you're doing well on a porn site, it's because there's something sexual about it. Like 
that becomes increasingly hard to ignore. So we're trying to be honest and going, we are being used sexually. Th- then we have knowledge of the frame and it's and, and we are willingly engaging with that frame and that's the moral compromise. So it's not just like I wanted to s- connect those dots out loud and say that like it's not I mean, isn't like, that an assumption though? uploading like uh yes like, it is. If, I'm making several assumptions, but if we're doing really well on a porn is, Imagine is this. Um, imagine we're doing well on a porn site. Uh, like, imagine it's not video. us. Imagine it's not you and me doing this, but Joe Rogan, he decides his uh, distribution venues are going to be Spotify and, you know, I know there's contractual junk, but YouTube and Pornhub. And those are going to be his three his three venues, right? And he doesn't change his content whatsoever. He might not even really be aware of that. Um, it's just that his videos get hosted there. And let's say that they're extremely popular even on Pornhub. Is it because there's sexual content in the video or they're being consumed for some sexual purpose? I'm, I'm not convinced of that. No, uh, maybe not. Maybe not with him specifically, but we can't choose a superstar who continues to be a superstar in other domains. It's just if you're a nobody and you rise to some stardom in a particular domain, what if, the question what is, if, what, is, what, is the, what are the conditions of that domain that make this appealing? Why are we successful here and not here? I, I mean, so for, for us, for the Third Space podcast, we're not successful anywhere. Um, and so, <laughs> like, we don't have any statistical basis to say, wow, we're, we do really good on YouTube or we do really good on, um, you know, Apple podcasts or whatever. We don't have yeah, any statistical right. basis for that. And so if we got, you know, if, if we got three times the listenership on Pornhub that we do on iTunes, we couldn't really draw any conclusion about that, I don't think. Um, I'd, uh, I mean, well, we don't know. Three times when your listenership so low, but if it's it's an interesting question. I mean, like, like we don't know. Would you want to ask the same question if it was Apple versus Spotify? Or, or, those are different, well, right? Like, yes. like if I were just like, well, if we're doing, if we're doing, tw- let's let's not just say three times. Let's say it's twenty times. It's like, what is it about Apple? Why are we? What is it about the algorithm over there? Why right. are we more successful? Well, I would have those questions, and I go, oh, it's actually more about like. 30 somethings or, or, or like intellectual well, see, conversation based. Think, they really like those. I, I, I would think know. it would be if we really took off tomorrow on um, a Alexa podcast or whatever, I would assume that Amazon has some algorithmic thing that they tweaked in order to promote a new podcast. And then we got, you know, 10 people saw the promoted thing. And then, you know, once you once you step onto that ramp and you, you get boosted and boosted, then it really takes off on one yeah. platform. So what if Pornhub had that kind of algorithm and we, it just happened to take off over there? And it's not because it's sexual or because we're pandering to that audience. It's because of whatever technical reason there is under the hood. Yeah, okay. Is that more? It's just that- I'm just wondering, is that morally wrong? Does that compromise my values if for reasons I don't understand, we happen to be popular somewhere. Like it's the same, like I'm sorry to go back to this um, example of like the, the church group putting a video on OnlyFans, but like if you have a good message or, or let's just say a not bad message and bad people pick up on that and enjoy it, have you done something bad? Have you compromised your morals or values? It's kind of like, again, another example like in politics, it's very common to say, oh, the neo-Nazis voted for this guy or the terrorists voted for this guy or the rioters voted for this guy, as if you can taint that political candidate by those associations. But the candidate isn't isn't supporting those people. 
So it's kind of a one, it's a unidirectional thing and not a bidirectional thing. Yeah. I just, I feel like you're in the position though of going, oh, like you're essentially trying your best and, and you know, and some, there's, you bring up some good points, but you're arguing that like Pornhub isn't really f- framed as a porn site. <laughs> I'm not like, arguing. I'm not, not, I'm not arguing that. I'm not, I'm not, that was, that but sounds I know preposterous. I know. Well, then if we're, but you're, you're saying that, but you're saying also if you post and reach, if you post content on Pornhub and are, let's, not, let's, right, and let's, you are successful, it's not because it's framed as porn. Like it, it's just like, is a, it is designed as a f- frame for porn. So then the presumption is that like everything posted there is used for that. And if it's not, you're in a, in an unenviable position of trying to, justify this is not sexual like no maybe they don't get on for sexual gratification or maybe they do what if then they see what if what if joe rogan or or us well what if what if our podcast was really popular with the prison system like all the inmates you know they can go to the prison library and download their podcasts or whatever and for whatever reason we just happen to be extremely popular with the prisons does that say something about us like I don't know. It would say that our messaging is is somehow, it does say something. I just don't know what it is. But it does say something. Obviously, it says something. I mean, it's really popular with a demographic. That means we're speaking to their values somehow, some way. I just don't know what it is. And I'd have to uncover. But but, I'm definitely not going, well, can't help that. I mean, like, I'm like going, man, why are are prisoners in love with us? Like, why do they love our stuff? Like, isn't there some, isn't there some sense in which you, you, you can't really categorize people as a uniform group when it gets so large. Like porn watchers. You can't say prisoners are really into us. Like you can't say that if they're not. You're saying they're into us, but they're not really. Like, like but, you're, but, you're cutting but, off no, your own point. No, no, and, I, I'm I'm shifting back. Sorry, I'm I'm being a little unclear. Okay. So pr- prisoners are a very specific population, but porn users or porn watchers. I'm not so convinced that that is quite as uniform and small of a population. Yeah, that's fair. Right? <laughs> like, that's fair. Yeah. I, I mean, that seems like. In the like, sense that, like, maybe 80% of people look at porn yeah, with some degree of regularity. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know the numbers off the top of my head, but I think it's something ridiculous, right? And, and so I'm not sure that we can so quickly say, like, you can't paint them with a monolithic brush, but you yes. can paint them at the when they're at the website yeah. and they're typing fair. it in. That's I think we fair. can start to define them more because, again, the frame is there. Like, you're like right. When they go there, they have an intention. They're not. They're not. But we're dissuading right. them. That, that's what I mean. We're dissuading them from their intention when they go in and they type third and. Well, God, I can't think of any. <laughs> I can't think of any clever thing. Well, use your imagination. Third hole. Third hole. Yeah, third space. They accidentally yeah. type space and they get third space podcast and they listen to the Only Dance episode. <laughs> and then they're like, they're got to be the title Only It dance. is, yeah. And then they're it's delighted. The and they're delighted and they're distracted. They put their pants back on yeah. and they listen to the whole then thing. We're, then we're like the church group getting on to, to, to play with the framing. Kind of. So, so then if, if, if I'm going to, this is where I feel like I'm lying to myself. I, I make the argument to you to uphold my morals and say I haven't violated anything. I say, Danielle and I, by posting wholesome pictures of our of us and you know nothing too sexual that like we're just a reminder of good wholesome humanity uh-huh. and it's actually not like like we're doing counter work so we're like disrupting the frame and not reinforcing it and like that's the cognitive dissonance 
needed to maintain moral clarity on this. However, I just feel like I'm lying. I really do. <laughs> like, okay, whatever. Um, but maybe, but maybe there's what if, enough of a what, what if, you know. What if, that, like, what yeah. if you... Are you buying this yourself? I can't quite tell, Bennett. Like, you're trying to get there, but I feel like if you're being honest, you're just like, dude, you're still selling stuff on OnlyFans or whatever. I don't know. I mean, I just, you can't control the frame necessarily, and like you can't but there's some agreement you have some influence over it you can't control it but like you're participating in it or not that's the question that's look, the interest I mean, that's look, why look, this is interesting the, the thing it's is like, look, are you participating look at, look at, it are you defining it too are you redefining look at it this it? way like, the, the answer is yes the, the u.s government spends my tax dollars on many things that i don't approve of but i still i don't refuse to pay my taxes like i still do that and my money is being used for things that i find morally reprehensible so am I morally culpable for that, or am I just forced to participate in the frame? And I know that it's not exactly analogous because there's some aspect of, you know, whether that's voluntary or not. But do you see the parallel yeah, yeah. I'm trying to draw? Like, should I be awake at night because the, my tax money is being spent on things that I don't approve of? I, I'm not. Is that a problem with me? Mm. Like, is that a, some moral fault of mine? I just think that you're obligated to pretty much is the reason why you're not but you sh maybe you should be fighting it more if, for like if you had or, if, you know. if you had these amazing english lesson plans and you wanted to, you know they were marketed for, for with your name on them and you wanted to sell these things and you just happened to to sell i don't know how this would happen but you happened to sell these things on the black market or on like the same online shady websites where they can buy drugs or, or whatever, but you were just selling English lesson plans and you were making money that way. Would that also, would that cause you the same moral pangs as the, the stuff that we're proposing? Um, no, no. Well, because I think what you're saying, I, I, I think the suggestion is that if we go back to the photos, the photos can be twisted to be sexually a lot quicker than like our podcast or, you know, something that's just, it's easy for me to take an innocent photo of a woman and make it pervy. It's harder to take an intellectual discussion and make it pervy or, um, you know, a church group and make it pervy. I don't know. They just seem categorically. I mean, different. it just seems like that is almost a blame the, a blame the victim kind of mentality in a way like why should a photo be different than a podcast you know it, like there's nothing inherently wrong with the photo or the podcast they're both totally innocuous and again it's the signal received thing it's how people are using it that that's wrong and i don't know that i want to take responsibility for how people are using that stuff like i don't i haven't compromised my values they've done the immoral act not me you see what well, I'm saying? You're right. I'm 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 doing the OnlyFans for twenty bucks. <laughs> Why not? Gotcha. Twenty bucks is more than not, you know. It's more than nothing. All right. Well, I've know? I've, I've already sent the emails and I've got the account set up for you already, and so I'm gonna make you put your money uh, where you're. You've already you've already hacked is. Danielle's account, and now you're ready to post. Just give the permission. Right. Yeah. No, you, you oh, opened maybe twenty bucks. <laughs> overall, overall, like in summary, 
Yeah, I, I do agree. I agree with pretty much all of your um, moral positions, uh, and I knew I wasn't going to make you budge much on that stuff, um, but I thought it was an interesting topic to discuss. Um, I, I, do you have a? Can you put yourself in my shoes and say, "Hey, it's reasonable that Daniel would take two hundred thousand for, you know, for faceless, classy pictures that aren't nude um, that might be have some degree of like sensual, like a, a bra strap or something, <laughs> but like aren't aren't over the top two hundred thousand um, dollars and never gets traced to us." I, I, I mean, um, is, is there any world in which I, I'm not saying yes to that? By the way, I'd have to wrestle sure. with that for days. I think but, it's, but I would wrestle with. I it, think it's you know? re- reasonable. I could see people making that compromise i'm a bad person to ask because like honestly i would be money isn't is a motivating factor for you well money is not as the the reward isn't as tempting and like i would already be saying to my wife like you know you know i think it's time to drop all of our social media like like if she had instagram or something and like I don't want pictures of our family out there on the internet anyway. Like I don't want my yeah, yeah. private life to be public. I don't want that to be public for people yeah. to find. So even if it was totally innocuous family pictures in front of the scarecrow in the fall and, and like baby pictures and stuff to simply family and friends and acquaintances on Facebook, I'm already like, eh, I don't really like this. Like can we not gonna- do this? I'm going to throw a, a closing thought at you that's a little, that might be weirdly, it might surprise you. Oh. Like Danielle does not want pictures of Cosmo on social media. Good. And then back to our discussion about community versus network, we will do something with a in-group, like a community of people we know that can follow us. Like it, it might be a digital thing, but it's still a community and not just like, because Facebook at this point is like more of a network and Instagram and you know, totally. just lots of people. Yeah, but, I wouldn't. But if it's like 25 followers that are like, our parents and and you and some friends or whatever like that's a community that like so then and it's a specific oh i want to see cosmo instead of just kind of flooding the those channels with baby pictures totally i I wouldn't want my kid's picture like his entire life well i don't either but i'm just a little surprised you and i that it doesn't like our i just i'm slightly surprised that danielle and a vast like a lot of women are like I wonder what they're conceding quietly that yes, this stuff is messed up and not okay. <laughs> but I mean, um, maybe I it's know. not a, an explicit concession. Well, certainly not explicit, but maybe it's not even implicit. Maybe it's just a, this is a risk and it's a risk I don't have to take. Uh, and so I won't. Yeah. Like I would rather err on the side of protection rather than um, the potential future risk. Yes. Yes. That's ultimately what this comes down to. It's kind of a risk averse thing. So uh, that's all. That's it. Only fans. Uh, only Dan's. Only only Dan's. <laughs>